Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Han Cook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Great appearance by Nate Burleson in the uh, last hour. Ross Tucker in the first hour. We'll talk to Chris Mannix, covers the NBA. And we'll see if he's got some answers to what is going on with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. How about you trade James Harden for Kyrie Irving? Then they both won't show up. <laughs> 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We were just talking about the Powerball. Is it $550 million? And then the Mega Millions, whatever that is, is... Is that a big number, too? Is that 700 million, Seton? 750 right now. But it could go up by the time it gets to... Mega Millions is on Friday, and sometimes when they're big like that, they tend to keep jumping up. So that one could get to 800 by Friday. I'm always curious about when you jump in on something like this, when you normally don't do it. But at what point do you say, oh, now it's gotten to a point where I'll play the lottery here? Usually when the news starts covering it, that's when I go, all right, I'll put in five bucks. So I think what we're going to do is do a group effort here. If we win, we all win. Is everybody uh, comfortable with that? Absolutely. Yeah, everybody put in five bucks each for both of these drawings? Yeah, Paulie? So at, let's say it was $800 million. After taxes, the lump sum would be about, do my math, about $500 million. Mm. Let's say there's 12 of us here. Mm, that's not enough. Is that like uh, $45 million a person or something like that? Yeah. Each person walks with $45 million. Yeah, second thought. I don't know. Not worth well, after, So you'll, you'll get it. Right now it's at 750 but when you take the cash option, mm. it immediately goes down to 550 mm. Well, we'll round up $551 million, mm. and then you're going to have to pay taxes out of that, yeah. um, which is still coming out to, let me check my calculations, a hell of a lot of money. Hell of a lot. Confirmed. <laughs> okay, if when we win, how many people continue? Who shows up the next day that we have a show? Does anybody not show up of this group right here? 
The Danettes. Seton, do you show up? The next day, yeah, yeah. Okay. Paulie? I think everybody shows up the next day. Okay, I'm worried about, about the, the Monday day? or the following <laughs> week. When you when it soaks in yeah. and the check clears. Yeah. I think everyone's showing up to gloat the day of. Okay. I have, uh, what did we say, 12 people? I have the 12 of us getting about $28 million apiece. All right. I mean, I guess that's enough. I don't know. You okay with <laughs> yeah, that, Todd? Yeah, I can right. make that work. Right. I just want to make sure that I uh, throw that out there. Cash up front, right? Cash up front. All right, cash up front. By the way, do you know who the leading candidate is, according to Vegas, to be the next head coach of the Jets? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. I don't know if he's going to get a promotion. Like, he he got fired by the Eagles, and then he made to get a promotion. He gets to uh, coach the Jets. This is according to uh, the odds makers at Sportsline. Uh, Doug Peterson is the favorite. Uh, Brandon Staley... Who's Brandon Staley with McLovin? Rams defensive coordinator. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, and then Arthur Smith, Brian Dable, and Robert Sala, who is having his second interview. He's the defensive coordinator with the 49ers. But uh, just some of the names out there. Yes, McLovin. I saw a tweet, and you can't tell that Arthur Smith is really hot. And I just have trouble. The name is so – it's a little like Devontae Smith. Like, can you get excited about someone named Arthur Smith as your next coach? It sounds like an owner. Yeah. Like, yeah. I always think Arthur Smith. I always think Arthur Blank. And uh, uh, we're going to hire Arthur Smith. Yes. That, that was my poll question. If I didn't tell you anything about the candidate, and I said you can have a hot coordinator, a former head coach, or a very good college coach, do you, add, do you lean either way, or is it all individual? Run that by me again. You get a hot coordinator, like a Bob Sala. I'll call him Bob. You get a former head coach like Doug Peterson, mm. or you get a college coach. Uh, Lincoln Riley and Luke Fickle have both been mentioned this week. Urban Meyer. and Ur- Well, not Urban might be a little different mm. I, because he's so big. What if it was like Lincoln Riley? Like, I, I'm curious about that. It's, it's unproven. We know what Doug Peterson can do, and we've seen that. He's won a Super Bowl. We've gone to the playoffs a couple of times. Uh I've said it often. There are certain coordinators who aren't head coaches. They shouldn't be head coaches. We tend to think, well, because you're really good at your job, then you should be the head coach. And that's not always the case. And I think we've run into situations teams have where they go, great offensive coordinator. Okay. But that's what he does. A pitching coach is a great pitching coach. That doesn't mean he can be a great manager. And you find that in all of these sports where you go, man, he's really good. Okay. He's really good as a defensive coordinator. Is he good as a head coach? And that's not always the case, but we do tend to kind of anoint these guys and say, well, this guy's going to be a great head coach. I don't know because being a head coach, that's where you're, you oversee everything. You have to go to those press conferences every day. You have to explain yourself when you go to these press conferences, you have to make tough decisions. You have to hire and fire. There's draft picks that are involved in this. There's free agency. There's so much involved in that. And it's not just, hey, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I take what you give me. I do the best with what I have. Like Brian Schottenheimer got fired as the offensive coordinator of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, if I told you 10 weeks ago, the offensive coordinator of the Seahawks is going to get fired. Now, you might go, well, who is he? And then that can't be the case because you got – Russ Wilson is cooking. 
the last two years, maybe the last three years, Russell Wilson has cooked in the first half of the season. Second half of the season, not so much. He has not had an MVP vote in his career. But through uh, weeks one through nine, team averaged 34 points a game. Rest of the season, 23. Yards per game, 415. Rest of the season, 324. Russ's QBR 81 weeks one through nine, 62.5 the rest of the season. As much as I would say I understand what Pete Carroll's doing and it was the right call, it wasn't the right call. Now, there's a philosophical difference here, and that is I think Pete Carroll wants to get back to running the football. Russell Wilson is part of the problem here, or at least he deserves part of the blame. He hasn't played well in the second half of the season. He did not. Now, you can say, well, offensive line or whatever your reasoning is. Keep in mind, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf had two of the greatest seasons in Seattle receiving history. This is the Legion of Boom was so great that you didn't ask the offense to do as much. But if you say you got to go out there and create offense and the Seahawks starting with Russell Wilson, didn't do a great job the second half of the season. If you go into a game going, we only need 20 points to win, now it's 30, I'm putting this on Russ. I don't think he had, I I put the blame, I start with him. Now, play calling or philosophy or whatever those things are, Russell Wilson, as much as we love Russ, he, he was the MVP the first half of the season, or at least through the first six or seven games. But you got to be consistent from start to finish, and he was not. But they decided that they were going to, uh, and this is a surprising move, I think, to you know those folks around the NFL. Brian Schottenheimer is out as the offensive coordinator after three seasons. Of course, he was labeled a fantastic person and coach on the way out the door. <laughs> I always wonder, you know, they say great things when you're going out the door, and I always wonder, well, why didn't you say those things when I was inside the door? It's when out the door, and we're going to miss you. We love you. You're a great team player. And then you're like, well, why am I walking out the door here? Yeah, Paul. He will do great things in his future. Why doesn't he do great things here and you keep him? <laughs> if he's going to do great things, let's, let's hold on to that guy. Oh, boy. So uh, Schottenheimer's run in Seattle is over as their offensive coordinator. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, the Bears are keeping their coach and their GM, probably not their quarterback. Or if they do keep their quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, then they'll probably maybe do a two-year deal. I would keep Nick Foles for one more year and then use that time to find a quarterback. Like, you know, Figure out what your game plan is. But I, I don't want Mitchell Trubisky to sort of win the job because I, I don't want to sign him up long-term. But it's either long-term or nothing. It, you know, maybe you franchise him. I don't know. Deshaun uh, Watson is sort of status quo, I think, once they sit down with him and then you figure out, you know, are we bringing in Eric Bieniemy? Is that the guy to hire? Uh, you know, what input are you going to have? You know, we're not quite sure what's going to happen with that. The NBA is trying to do hotel bubbles, by the way. What happened in Orlando was miraculous that the NBA was able to do that. Now, you know, guys want to get back to their lives. You know, they don't want to be bubbleized, but you have a short offseason. Doesn't look like a lot of guys spend a lot of time getting in shape in the offseason. But I I said when the season started, 
you were going to have load management during games. Guys weren't necessarily going to take games off as much as during the game, they might not play as many minutes. LeBron James has played in every game. He is playing a career-low 32 minutes. The record, uh, Lakers had the best record in the NBA. Not skipping games, but it feels like there is load management that's going on during a game. And then you have the Kyrie Irving situation. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated will join us. Just see if there's any thought on where the Nets, like, are they tiptoeing around this? You know, the Rockets, let me play what James Harden had to say. This felt like this was, hey, I'm out the door. Last person, turn out the lights. I'm done with the Rockets. Here is Harden after last night's loss to the Lakers. We're just not good enough. Uh, chemistry, talent-wise, just everything. And it was clear, um, like I said, these last few games. I love this city. Um, I literally done everything that I can. I mean, this situation is, is, is crazy. You know, it's something that... I don't think it can be fixed. Okay, you played nine games. How about you give the chemistry a little time here? You've added, what, three or four new players here, including Boogie Cousins and John Wall and Christian Wood. Can we give it a little bit of time here? And really, have you done everything you can do this season, James? Yeah, Seton. You ever been somewhere, though, or like in a situation where you don't really want to be there and then you find any little thing to get it? Like, ah, no, not working. Got the wrong pens here. Just can't do it. Like any little (laughs) excuse you can find. Dude doesn't want to be there. There's no way it's going to work. No, it's not. He doesn't want it to work. But who wants to trade for him right now? That's what I want to know. And what are you willing to accept in return? Because what? it's the Rockets won a lot. But if I'm the Miami Heat or the Net, like I'm going to go, you know, I'll give you this and this and this, but I'm not going to give you that. And then the Rockets have to decide as you move forward, what do you have? And I think they have enough there that they can be competitive. I don't know what James Harden truly is thinking he's going to receive here. But you helped build this team. You made decisions. You wanted coaches fired. You wanted players traded. You wanted players traded for. And now you don't want to be there. It seems hypocritical on his part. And I have a, I've been a staunch defender of him because I do think he is entertainment. I think he's fascinating. Uh, I do think he has a ceiling. I think he runs out of gas in the playoffs. All the things that I've talked about with him. But as far as great scores in the history of the game, and I spanned 50 years watching the NBA in person, 50 years, he's on the short list of unstoppable. But that doesn't mean I want him on my team. I find him at times when he's, when he's great, he's, there's no one like that. No one. And I can go through all of the scores through the history of the game. What he does, how he does it, inside, outside. But this is on him right now. This is when you need to be a leader. And he doesn't want to be a leader. And when you quit on your team like this, and and it sounds like that. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, you got embarrassed by the Lakers. Lakers are the best team in the NBA. Here's John Wall, who just got there 
John Wall is the one who's the professional in the room. This is what he had to say last night. Any day, a lot of guys here want to compete at a high level. And uh, like I told everybody tonight, I told the guys before, when the 1 through 15 guys are all on the same page and they commit, they know their role, they know what they want to do, they know what they want to get out of this, that's the win, you all will be fine. But when you have certain guys in the mix that don't want to buy in all this one, it's going to be hard to do anything special, do anything good as a basketball team. I've been on those teams. In my 11 years been in the league, I've been on a team like that my first five years where it was all about me, 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 not about the team. And that hurts. And it brings everybody down. So when we can get all on the same page, we can be something good here. And uh, we can't dwell down on it because it's only been nine games. Like, come on, man. You want to jump off the cliff off of nine games? There's a lot of basketball still be played. Yeah, John Wall knows a bad situation. He played with the Wizards. He's actually, he gets to Houston. He goes, man, hey, I, this is pretty good. Let James Harden go to the Wizards. Then he'll understand. Kyle in California. Hi, Kyle. Welcome back. Hey, DP. I mean, you're all over it with the Harden stuff. I don't get it with this guy. He's ruining all the goodwill he built up about competing with the Warriors. Everybody always was like, you know, give him credit. He's the only one. They're the only ones who went toe-to-toe with those Warriors teams. Now I don't know what he's doing. I think those first five games, it was like, here I am. I'm still the same dude. Somebody come and get me. He doesn't want to be there. Seton's totally right. There's nothing Houston can do about it. It sucks because actually John Wall looks way better than Russ does. You're right. You got Christian Wood, Boogie, who knows. They've got a decent little team. But I watched that game last night. He's clearly done. They're done with him, it seems like. I don't know. You're right. They're not going to get a great value for him. So uh, maybe you go after Simmons now, Ben Simmons. McLovin, he's not been looking great lately. Pair him with Embiid. Maybe the Nuggets are looking like, hey, Jamal Murray's not bubble Jamal Murray. Maybe that's the splash move made. Or maybe you just send him to Detroit and say, we hate you, James Harden. (laughs) That might be the move. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. I'm 8-4 and in Philadelphia. I'm not trading. Okay. James Harden and Joel Embiid, to me, that's that's not a good marriage. Because it's Joel Embiid's team. He was unbelievable last night, or his last game. Uh, Ben Simmons is a complimentary player and he understands that James Harden's going to go in there and all of a sudden James Harden's going to go, uh, Hey, uh, Joel back, swing it back over here. I don't want that. If I'm Philadelphia, I don't want that. Yeah. McLovin. The Ben Simmons thing, I understand where he's coming from because he's maybe not one of the top four players on that team. When you watch him, like he, he's definitely the skill set's just not there. And then he becomes, he's like a huge star too who apparently left the team and showed up something like, I think he's with a Kardashian. It's a confusing situation. There's a lot of anti Ben Simmons. Yeah, but everybody's with a Kardashian. Yeah, but I mean, he's got, he has a huge contract. He's like, can he just be like a defensive guy, a defensive assist guy who can't score at all? Well, that's what he is. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, but, but I, I have Embiid. I have an A player with him. Right, the Embiid, but you're, you bring up such a good point. How does Embiid give up all, you know, he wants the ball. I just, that simple. I wouldn't make a trade for James Harden. The Dunder Mifflin family has found a new home. You can stream every episode again and again and again. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to stream now. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up, and we'll talk to Chris Mannix, see if he's got any answers for us, because you got... Two interesting situations with Kyrie, and then you have James Harden. James Harden's at least on the floor. Kyrie, 
He's on a Zoom call. He's at a birthday party. But he's not with the Nets. So we'll uh, talk some hoops with Mannix. He'll join us coming up next. Also, with what he's seeing with the Lakers with LeBron, does he agree? You've had so many blowouts this year. And it just feels like there are teams that are saying the first 20 games of the season, we're going to kind of get in shape. Players used to go to spring training. Baseball players would go to spring training to get in shape. Training camp was to get in shape with NBA players. Then, of course, you know, there was more money involved in this and players took care of themselves and they got to training camp and they were already in shape. It feels like these players, after what happened in the bubble, are getting to, you know, the season and they're working their way back into getting in shape. Uh, So we'll talk to Mannix about that coming up. 20 after the hour, back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. We love talking about Discover. They match all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. And that's amazing. In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. Fritzy did some research and found out that over 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. Might as well be 100% if you're going to be that Pretty close much. to everyone. Pretty much. If you would round up with a grade point average, and you got me at 99%. Uh, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and 
holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Largest decline in points per game from last season to this season. Say hello to James Harden. Averaged 34 last year, averaging 24 this year. Second on the list, Hassan Whiteside, Lou Williams, J.J. Redick, and Kelly Oubre, if you're keeping these kind of stats. Um, Here's the latest stats uh, that I was talking about, the number of uh, blowout games so far. 34 of 159 games this season have been decided by 20 or more points, just over 20%. So... The last few seasons where you had, uh, you know, numbers that were similar to that, they're not even close to what we've had so far. Now it's, you know, only through, uh, what, 159 games. So it's a little bit different. 34 of the 159. I think there's load management going on in games with these players. They're almost working their way slowly back into shape as opposed to what you would have in a normal season. He's Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer, former NBA ball boy for the Boston Celtics, and it's great to have Chris back on. Was anybody ever mean to you as a ball boy, like a player or coach? Uh, Two jump to mind. Uh, Reggie Miller, and I think I've said this on your show before, uh, and John Konkak, remember him from back in the day? Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta than Detroit teams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like kind of mean that kind of stuff sticks out to a teenager. But what, what happened here? Like why, why would they meet be mean to you? I, I think contact was just in a bad mood at one point and threw a ball at me that hit me in the head. <laughs> and <laughs> Reggie, if I'm not mistaken, like I was working behind the bench and working behind the bench you kind of have the water cup and you you dip it over their shoulder to see if they want it. And Reggie just turned around and whacked it away and it got kind of all over me in that moment. <laughs> it was a tough moment for Reggie. I will say this about Reggie Miller, though. Um, when you worked locker rooms, the Reggie Miller bag was an actual thing. Like he always wanted one of the locker room guys to take his bag and walk it like the 30 feet down to the bus. And he would give you like $50 for it. And $50 in the late 90s, to a kid in college, you're spending that in some good places, Dan. So I'll, I'll give Reggie that much. Who is the best tipper? Oh, man. Antoine Walker was an excellent tipper. Uh, yeah, maybe too time. much. He doesn't have any money. 
Potentially, potentially. Uh, Mark Jackson was a really good tipper. When he and Reggie played together, it was always good to kind of huddle around them to see if you can get their bag. I mean, I've I've told this story many times before, but Allen Iverson was was a good tipper. Uh, when Allen wanted, uh, you know, his Coronas or whatever he wanted, he made sure that, you know, we got taken care of to, t- to take care of that for him. So mo- most guys, I would say, were, were excellent tippers. All right, let me dive into the issues here. Uh, let me start with James Harden based off his comments last night. It almost felt like an exit interview there that, hey, I've done everything I can do and this is a mess and, uh, hey, see you later. Uh, where where do the Rockets go from, from here? I, I mean, I think you first have to put out, uh, point out that James Harden made the mess. <laughs> and he created this situation that the Rockets are in right now. Now, maybe there would have been growing pains Regardless, if you trade for a starting point guard in John Wall who doesn't play the first couple of games, uh, you're going to have to acclimate to a new backcourt mate. Christian Wood is a new player in that mix. But it's extremely clear that James Harden and his unwillingness to buy in, as Wall alluded to last night, is a part of this problem. I mean, you see him. I mean, NBA TV, Dan, is making cracks at his weight. Like, you know, you've you've kind of gone to a different level when NBA TV feels comfortable uh, taking shots at your physique. So that's a big part of it as well. Now, you ask where the Rockets go from here. My understanding in the last couple of days still is that the Rockets are determined to be patient with this because they believe that the longer they play this thing out, the more teams will materialize as prospective suitors, and that will allow them to get into a bidding war for James Harden. They could pull the trigger on a deal for Harden right now. There are multiple offers that are on the table for him, but they believe that they can maximize his value by holding on to him throughout January into February and towards that March deadline. I I think they've only played nine games, and that's what I don't understand. He's got new faces in there. And I don't know why he doesn't want to give it, unless he just says, look, I love the city of Houston uh, and the strip clubs, but I don't want to play for the Rockets. Get me out of here. Even though he's not giving this a chance with John Wall, Boogie Cousins, and Christian Wood, which to me is surprising because you would have thought James Harden would at least say, let me see what we have. Maybe we have something unique here, different here. I don't know. These guys have been quality players. That's what's a little bit surprising is he's basically uh, – you know, pulling up stakes after nine games. No, I agree. I would have given John Wall half a chance because, you know, we talk a lot about Kevin Durant's recovery from Achilles surgery. John Wall's been just as good. I mean, at least as far as his recovery goes and looks like he's bounced all the way back physically uh, from that injury. Cousins kind of is what he is at this stage of his career after his injuries, but Wood is kind of an ideal type of player, at least offensively, to play off of James Harden, play in the pick and roll, run the floor. I mean, there's a chance for this team, if they all bought in, to compete pretty hard for a top four or five seed in the Western Conference. And from there, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, the Clippers have fallen on their face, uh, you know, recently in the playoffs. The Lakers, they look like the best team right now, but they could be one injury away from scuffling. I mean, the Rockets are not bad enough that, you know, declaring this team unfixable makes any kind of sense at this point of the season. We'll get to Kyrie and that issue in a moment here. Do you agree with, you know, I'm watching the Lakers and LeBron's played in every game, but he's playing a career low 32 minutes. It feels like there is load management during games, not taking nights off. Do you, do you sense this? A little bit. I mean, 
you know, as any coach will tell you, it's difficult to get LeBron to bring his minutes down. He wants to play in every game. He wants to play as many minutes as possible. And the numbers reflect that he's usually gotten his way. But this is exactly what the Lakers need to be doing, keeping those minutes in the low 30s, kind of the way that Milwaukee's treated Giannis over the last few years of his career. If you do that, you don't necessarily need to, to give him too many nights off. And I'm sure there will be nights he'll take off in the weeks and months ahead. There are just too many three and four nights, back-to-backs, a lot of weird situations because of the schedule that undoubtedly are only going to get weirder because of these postponements. But if you can keep LeBron in the early 30s and minutes, nothing guarantees anything, I guess, but it it gets as close as you can be to making sure that he's uh, fully fresh in the playoffs. Feels like the sports media might be waking up today or this week and going, oh, wow, there's COVID issues going on because we've been dealing with the NFL, college football, the NBA has been dealing with this, that they survived Orlando, but now this is reality here. College basketball, the same thing. So where, you know, where's the NBA going to be headed to kind of protect itself in this, you know, the, especially in Los Angeles, you know, with you know, the COVID issues there? Yeah, I mean, the NBA says they've expected this, they anticipated this, but I don't believe they expected this much and this many issues this early in the season. Uh, where are they headed? They're going to push forward, Dan. It's it's just as simple as that. They are determined to get as, as close to 72 games in on this schedule. They are determined to get this season over by early July before the Olympics. And there is hope amongst the league executives that I've talked to in the last 48 hours that these enhanced protocols are going to help. Now, the league, it has a COVID problem, uh, especially when it comes to teams like Dallas, which now has a recent run of COVID-positive players. But more than anything, it has a close contact problem. That's what's wreaking havoc amongst teams in this league with their rosters. One guy goes out with COVID, but then four or five other guys have to go out because they were in close contact with that player. That's at the crux of the changes the league made in the last 24 hours where they said, look, when you're at home, you got to stay in your house. When you're on the road, no more approved restaurants, no more friends in hotel rooms. They're going to do everything they can to limit the interactions of players as best as possible. And the union's on board with this. I mean, everything the league has done has had to be collectively bargained with the union. And Michelle Roberts and the union brass are on board with this strategy because they know it can't continue like this. So the only way to ensure that not only are these games played, but they're played at a high level where you're not just having eight guys out there struggling to, to get through a game. The only way you should make sure that happens is to severely restrict player movements in the most significant way outside of a bubble. Atlanta at Phoenix has just been postponed that the Suns couldn't come up with uh, the, the re- contact tracing. Yeah. The required uh, number of players, by the way, plenty of room on the LaMelo ball bandwagon. If you would like to get, uh, I, Oh no, 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 no. Who called LaMelo ball in print for rookie of the year before the season? This guy, I did all in on LaMelo ball bandwagon. I, for I know. Uh, how about in a medium that people actually are going to be able to see, you know, and, <laughs> and hear, like, it's in like, print and online. What do you want me to do? Scream it from the top of Mount Snow? You like, should have you- said, I want to be on your show. I want to scream from the mountaintops. I got one thing to say. We could have been there together. We could have Look, been I, there together. This, I, I'm still not entirely sure I didn't say it, but everything you save are things that I get wrong. So I, I don't. We can work I, together I, on the project if you'd like to. 
Okay. Timelines may be a little off there, but I'll give you a little bit of credit there. You know, maybe. Lame- look, hey, th- I watched a lot. I thought LaMelo Ball was one of the most over-scrutinized players coming into the draft. I mean, everyone was kind of focused on the fact that he didn't finish the season in Lithuania. Then overseas, he didn't finish the season uh, in New Zealand. Like, he just – he had so many problems. And I said that getting- a week before you said it. Well, I – okay, I didn't hear you say that. I've yeah. just been – I I believe this kid has a lot of talent. I think he is a incredible playmaker. And on that team, with the firepower they kind of have with Hayward and Terry Rozier and Graham, like – that's a recipe for, you know, being a double-double type of guy every single night. So I, I think he's, he's really good. I, I agree. You know, the shot's going to be an issue, but he's fun to watch. He, 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 shots, shots are issues for everybody, Dan. I mean, just give him a couple of years. Somebody will rework his shot, and it will get better. I mean, there's, there's too many shot doctors in the NBA right now for, for that to be a lingering issue towards his, uh, his ascent. All right. I have held off long enough. Kyrie Irving situation here. Help me understand because I've been told by two people that I trust. You got to be, you know, make sure you're sensitive here. You don't want to be, uh, uh, you're not sensitive in a situation like this on your show. And I go, okay, tell me what to be sensitive about with Kyrie Irving. What am I missing here with Kyrie Irving? Well, it's still unclear about exactly why he's away from the team. The Nets know. The Nets know why he's away. I don't think that was abundantly clear to them very early on. You heard Steve Nash say in his first press of bill when Kyrie disappeared that he didn't really know where Kyrie was, but they know now and Kyrie's teammates as a result of, of text conversations with them, they're aware of the situation right now. I, I can't say I know definitively Dan, so I don't want to speculate too much on a guy being away for personal reasons. But one thing I can tell you is that the Nets are going to continue to handle this situation with kid gloves, not because they're empathetic with Kyrie Irving necessarily, though I'm sure they are on some level. They just know that he's the key to them winning a championship. So they're not going to sabotage their season by getting a little overworked up about something that's going on in the month of January. The thing you have to watch though, is the impact this has on Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant could have gone anywhere. He could have signed with any team in the league. He chose Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving. He thought because of his friendship with Kyrie Irving that they would be an ideal pair. Kevin Durant's not saying much right now, but what I'm wondering, and I've heard this from other people across the league, is how long does that last? How long does Kevin Durant say, look, I'm playing like an MVP right now. I'm all the way back from my injury. I need you to get back here and help me out. We've got chemistry issues to figure out with new teammates. We've got to work stuff out between each other on the floor. What I'm watching is Durant. And look, this is going to be a process because now that that video was out there, this is out of Kyrie's hands and it's out of the Nets' hands for when he can return. If the NBA determines that that video was authentic for this week, as it appears to be, at a birthday he's going to party. have to go into some protocols. He's going to have to be yeah, the video at the birthday party. He's going to have to go into some protocols that will keep him out for another week, if not longer. So wait, was he on a Zoom call last night that had to do with politics with a district attorney and he was under the name Cal Irving? I think it was Kai, K-A-I. Oh, K-A-I, okay. I think, I think. I I saw that. Malik Andrews tweeted that out. That was, I mean, this is like, it's going to be like, it's going to be like a Where's Waldo situation for a while where Kyrie pops up everywhere, but at the Nets practice facility. Okay, but he's. this is during the Nets game last night. He's on a Zoom call. Help me. I, I wish I could, Dan. I, I don't fully understand 
the situation. Um, all I've been told is the Nets are, are aware of exactly what's going on, but they have no idea when he's coming back. And look, you can tell from some of the public statements that have been made that the Nets are starting to get a little bit, you know, tired of some of this. I mean, Steve Nash saying Kyrie will have an opportunity to explain it when he comes back. The statement issued by Sean Marks, the general manager, saying Kyrie will, saying basically the same thing that Kyrie will have a chance to explain it. I mean, they they understand everything I just said that they need Kyrie back on the floor to start developing chemistry with a team that's been kind of inconsistent. I mean, their defense has been really bad. Their offense is is Durant. Their rotations are all over the place right now under Steve Nash. They've got to start developing some chemistry in this season if they hope to have a chance to win a championship in a couple of months. Good to talk to you as always, Chris. Thanks for joining us. You got it, Dan. That's uh, Chris Mannix. He's all in on LaMelo Ball. All in on LaMelo Ball. That's good. All right. That's fine. Come on in. There's plenty of room in there if you want to. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, close-up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. 
a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about Timeless Legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Suns Rockets, uh, Suns Hawks game has been postponed tonight. Suns didn't have enough players. I'll volunteer. I'll play. I can give you like, I don't know, 10 minutes. Like two minutes each, each quarter, two and a half minutes each quarter. I think I'm uh, pretty good there. Yeah, Paul. Got a couple of good games that you'll love tonight. Okay. Uh, Mavericks Hornets. Your Hornets. Okay. You got uh, ooh, Knicks Nets. Songs Kyrie. Mm. Lakers Thunder. The Laker Girls. Uh, Pelicans Clippers. Late night. That's good. All Pelicans right. Clippers. Yeah. All right. Assuming Jared Goff gets the start for the Rams on Saturday, this will be just the seventh time that two quarterbacks who went to the same college started against one another in the playoffs. Let me see if I can give you uh, a couple of these are tough. A couple of these are really tough. Um, first time it happened was 1971 divisional playoff game. The Kansas City Chiefs against the Miami Dolphins. Bob Greasy, Len Dawson both went to Purdue. Nice try, McLovin, getting your Well, when you said Bob Greasy, I'm like, oh, it's got to be Purdue. Okay. Uh, Let's see. 1983 Conference Championship, Niners, Redskins. Paulie? Thyssen, Montana, Notre Dame. Yeah. Then you have 1989 Divisional playoff game, Cleveland against Buffalo. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, McLovin. That's Miami. But who are the the quarterbacks? So it's got to be Kozar... Cleveland against Miami, Kozar against Tessaverde. No. No, Kozar. Uh, Jim maybe, Kelly. Yeah. Jim Kelly, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it wasn't that easy. Oh, I just, I, I panicked. 1992, the Buffalo Bills versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, this one's, this one's tough. Ooh, is that uh, Tommy Maddox? No. no. He went to UCLA. The quarterbacks both went to UCLA? No. Oh. No. Uh, it, they went to Maryland. Oh, Frank Reich. And? Neil O'Donnell? Oh, toddler. Uh. I'm going to go with Todd there. All right. 1996 wild card. It was Philadelphia versus San Francisco. Oh, this sneaky good. Okay. 96. I, I could get this one. Okay. Is this... Oh, Rodney Pete? No. He went to USC. It's not him, though, is no, it? No, it's not. Who is that quarterback in 96 for the Eagles? BYU. Oh, Debber, yeah. Ty Detmer, Steve Young. And then uh, 2009 wild card, Cincinnati versus the New York Jets. This one's easy. 
Charlie Batch. No, I'm just kidding. No. So Cincinnati, 2009, Carson Palmer. Yeah. USC. Yeah. Who's easy? Jets quarterback from USC. That's easy. We should know this. Yes. Yeah. Went to two AFC title games. Mark Sanchez was around in 2009? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sanchez might have gotten that one wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. We should call him and see if we can get that off Sorry. the top of his head. Mark listened to the show. Sorry, Mark. I'm just joking. All right. Uh, let's see. Ryan in Honolulu. Hey, Ryan, welcome back. Aloha. Aloha. And a happy belated, uh, happy New Year's to Paulie. I know he loves that. Um, I got a couple of quick mock headlines for Harden. You ready? Yeah. And by the way, Paulie hates that. <laughs> yeah, maybe Ryan's being... No, okay, so you got mock headlines, and the topic is? Harden. Oh, no. James Harden. Okay, James Harden mock headlines. I'll give you three. You got three mock headlines. I think I've only got two good ones, but... <laughs> staying in Hughtown is gut check for Harden. Okay, Fritzy called it Hugh Town a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm sticking by that. Not H Town, but Hugh Town. They okay. up the jerseys All right. last night. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, what else you? Harden aims to average triple bypass this season. Oh, oh cold! Oh, wow! Oh, wow! wow. Uh, Dark. You want one? You want one more? Uh, might be a fail, but Harden wants to take out, but will Rockets delivery? I would have stopped at the triple bypass, but uh, that's yeah, – thank me, you, Ryan. Thank too. you. Thank you. Have a great day there, Ryan. Whatever time it is there, have a great day. Solid effort, though. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> See, this is – I, and this is where Todd leaves the show because his that mind – tune out after that. Yeah, yeah, then you're like, okay, now let me do James Harden mock headlines. Not today. You lost me. Yeah. I'm done. Not today. Final results of the poll question, McLovin. Would you take calls for Deshaun Watson if you're the Texans? 74% say yes. If you do, there's no turning back. That's my only concern with that. Todd, what'd you learn on today's award-nominated program? Russ Tucker says the first rule of snow football club is don't admit you'd rather not play in the snow. Come on, Lamar Jackson. Oh, I didn't get to Paulie's This Day in Sports History. You're going to like these, Dan. Uh, 1994, Tanya Harding's bodyguards, plural, were arrested and charged with a conspiracy in the attack on skater Nancy Kerrigan. Was Sean Eckert? That's right. <laughs> haven't heard much from him since. Uh, 1999, lockout, so shortened NBA season. Michael Jordan says, I'm not playing. He's done. He retires from the Bulls for the second time. Perhaps you have heard of him. Uh, McLovin, what did you learn today? I learned that uh, Chris Mannix is in on the mellow ball, says he was there first. I don't buy it. Well, he might have been. He might have been. But uh, And that's good. But you are right. There's plenty of room on that bandwagon. <laughs> yes, so, yes. I mean, I, you convince all of us. We all watch the Hornets now, believe it or not. He's fun to watch. He doesn't start, and he's not a good shooter. But he he sees the game. There's certain guys where you go, he just sees the game differently. And uh, and he does. He, he's a lot of fun. Seton O'Connor, what'd you learn today? Could have been you and Mannix, but oh. he you know, drew a line in the sand. Yeah, he did. That's all right. Paulie, what'd you learn today? Ross Tucker loves playing in the snow. <laughs> what we learned brought to you by M-Drive. Take the supplement I take every day. Powerful ingredients backed by science. You get energized, stronger, leaner, and a whole lot sexier. MDriveDan.com today. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refine your prime with MDrive. Thanks to all of our guests, those who dialed us up, emailed, tweeted. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show.
Oh, but wait, there's one other item as we say goodbye. LifeLock. LifeLock is here to help you. Hopefully you survive the holidays. Get LifeLock Identity Theft Protection because one out of every five Americans has been affected by identity theft. And you may not even know it. This new year, you could be probably certain that identity threats uh, are going to be rising. And you can't just monitor your credit and bank statements. You have to have somebody who's a professional eye keeping an eye on this for you. And LifeLock is the leader in identity theft protection. They detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information's being used in their network, they'll send you an alert. They have a U.S.-based restoration specialist to help you should you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the one New Year's resolution that can help resolve identity theft. Save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com, promo code Patrick. 25% off at lifelock.com, promo code Patrick. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.